coming up on 5-Minute News. Hurricane Fiona tears through Puerto Rico, causing total blackout. First global database of fossil fuels launches for the public. And Joe Biden among thousands paying respects at the funeral of Queen Elizabeth II. It's Monday, September 19. I'm Anthony Davis. Hurricane Fiona struck Puerto Rico's southwest coast on Sunday as it unleashed landslides, knocked the power grid out. Forecasters said the storm would cause massive flooding and threatened to dump historic levels of rain, with up to 30 inches possible in eastern and southern Puerto Rico. The storm also washed away a bridge in the central mountain town of Utuado that police say was installed by the National Guard after Hurricane Maria hit in 2017. Fiona was centred 10 miles west of Mayaguez, with maximum sustained winds of 85 miles per hour, according to the U.S. National Hurricane Center. It was moving to the northwest at 9 miles per hour. Fiona struck on the anniversary of Hurricane Hugo, which hit Puerto Rico 33 years ago as a Category 3 storm. The storm's clouds covered the entire island and tropical storm force winds extended as far as 140 miles from Fiona's center. U.S. President Joe Biden declared a state of emergency in the U.S. territory as the eye of the storm approached the island's southwest corner. Luma, the company that operates power transmission and distribution, said bad weather, including winds of 80 miles an hour, had disrupted transmission lines, leading to a blackout on all the island. Current weather conditions are extremely dangerous and are hindering our capacity to evaluate the complete situation, it said, adding that it could take several days to fully restore power. Health centres were running on generators and some of those had failed. Health Secretary Carlos Milado said crews were working to repair generators as soon as possible at the comprehensive cancer centre. Fiona hit just two days before the anniversary of Hurricane Maria, a devastating Category 4 storm that struck on September 20, 2017, destroying the island's power grid and causing nearly 3,000 deaths. A first-of-its-kind database for tracking the world's fossil fuel production, reserves and emissions launches today to coincide with climate talks taking place at the United Nations General Assembly in New York. The Global Registry of Fossil Fuels includes data from over 50,000 oil, gas and coal fields in 89 countries. That covers 75% of global reserves, production and emissions and is available for public use, a first for a collection of this size. Until now, there has been private data available for purchase. The International Energy Agency also maintains public data on oil, gas and coal, but it focuses on the demand for those fossil fuels, whereas this new database looks at what is yet to be burned. The registry was developed by Carbon Tracker, a non-profit think tank that researches the energy transition's effect on financial markets and the Global Energy Monitor, an organization that tracks a variety of energy projects around the globe. Mark Campanel, founder of Carbon Tracker, says he hopes the registry will empower groups to hold governments accountable, for example when they issue licenses for fossil fuel extraction. 
In their analysis of the data, the developers found that the United States and Russia have enough fossil fuel still underground untapped to exhaust the world's remaining carbon budget. That's the remaining carbon the world can afford to emit before a certain amount of warming occurs, in this case 1.5 degrees Celsius. It also shows the reserves would generate 3.5 trillion tonnes of greenhouse gas emissions, which is more than all of the emissions produced since the Industrial Revolution. US President Joe Biden paid his respects to Queen Elizabeth II's coffin on Sunday as thousands of police, hundreds of British troops and an army of officials made final preparations for the Queen's state funeral today, a spectacular display of national mourning that will also be the biggest gathering of world leaders for years. People across Britain paused for a minute of silence at 8pm GMT in memory of the only monarch most have ever known. At Westminster Hall, where the Queen was lying in state, the constant stream of mourners paused for 60 seconds as people observed the minute of reflection in deep silence, though Big Ben failed to chime due to a technical issue. In Windsor, where the Queen will be laid to rest this evening after her funeral at Westminster Abbey, Rain began to fall as the crowd fell silent for the moment of reflection. Biden and First Lady Jill Biden were among thousands of mourners, from locals and tourists to royals and world leaders, to pay their respects. The President made the sign of the cross and put his hand to his heart as he stood quietly near the casket in the ornate 900-year-old hall, along with his wife and US Ambassador Jane Hartley. Biden then signed the official condolence book and attended a reception on Sunday at Buckingham Palace hosted by King Charles III. He is one of 500 world leaders and royals invited to the Queen's state funeral today, along with hundreds of dignitaries, politicians, military veterans and British charity workers. Monday was to be declared a public holiday in honour of the Queen, who died on the 8th of September at the age of 96, after 70 years on the throne. Her funeral will be broadcast live to over 200 countries and territories worldwide at 11am GMT and screened to crowds in parks and public spaces across the country. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. Hello, this is Gary Chahot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present. If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.